0: Hello, cryptonauts. Today we are recording for November 27th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. crypto knowledge. first reminder we do have a discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which i will leave a link in the description below if you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor you can reach out to me through that discord app or through the anchor app with that said let's get started with your what are we gonna do today uh let's try stable coins all right stable coins by market capitalization starting off with number one tether with wow 20.8 billion dollars wow second place usd coin with 3.6 billion dollars third place DAI with 1.1 billion dollars fourth place binance usd with 814.7 million dollars fifth place empty set dollar with 539 million dollars sixth place paxo standard with 334.8 million dollars seventh place true usd with 266.1 million dollars 8th place, HUSD, with $151.6 million. 9th place, Neutrino USD, with $131.1 million. And 10th place, SUSD, with $106.8 million. Alright, cryptonauts, that is your top 10 daily stats. Your overall total market cap is at $737.9 billion, up by 0.3%. Alright, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as coingecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Sharyuwa Malwa, Facebook's Libra finally gets a launch time frame. Libra. The digital currency project spearheaded by social media giant Facebook is ready for launch early next year, as per report on financial publication FT this morning. However, it's not going to give Bitcoin a run for its money anytime soon. Three people involved in the project said a the launch is a limited release, meaning a vastly downgraded version of the original Libra aspirations. Conceived in 2018, Libra was initially supposed to be an internationally used and accepted coin backed by various fiat currencies and $27 billion conglomerates. However, regulators soon crashed the party and took action to cease development of Libra, citing it is an attack on monetary stability and a medium for terrorist financing. Libra's corporate partners such as the payment processor PayPal, Mastercard, and Stripe exited soon after as well. But now, the project's back in the limelight with less ambitious version of itself. The limited version will be backed on a one-to-one basis with the U.S. dollar, similar to how regulated stablecoins such as the USD coin and Gemini dollar operates in the crypto market today. Additional fiat peg would be rolled out later today. Uh, at a later date, after thorough legal and regulatory compliances, the report said. As such, the, li- the limited version itself awaits approval to operate as a payment service for the Swiss Financial Markets Super- Supervisory Authority, with the green light expected in early January. All right, next news written by Scott Chiplina. Chinese police seize 1% of Bitcoin's total supply. What? Chinese police have seized a total of 194,774 Bitcoin, a total 1% of Bitcoin's total supply over the plus token Ponzi scheme as reported by the block. In addition, they have also seized over 830,000 ETH, 1.4 million LTC, 27 million EOS, 74,000 Dash, 187 million XRP, 6 billion Doge, 79,000 uh, Bitcoin Cash, and 213,000 USDT. The Plus Token Ponzi scheme, which was first ruled on by a district court in China's uh, Jiang, Jiangsu province this September, reported, reportedly began in May 2018. The scheme advertised a non existent crypto trading platform and promised users attractive payouts in exchange for deposits of at least $500 worth of crypto assets. The scheme ranked, raked not only raked in 1% of the total Bitcoin supply, but 0.73% of total ETH and 5% of all Doge in circulation, too. Wow, that's crazy. Next news, written by Sharuwa Malwa. Huge amount of Bitcoin returns to OKX despite outflows. Withdrawers ran from the exits after crypto exchange OKX reported uh, reopened its withdrawals yesterday, with over 29,300 Bitcoin leaving the exchange as per data on on-chain analyst tools Glassnode. However, a large amount of Bitcoin was deposited in the same period as well. Since yesterday's announcements from OKX to resume withdrawals, we have seen an outflow of 29,300 BTC from the exchange. In the same period of time, 21,600 BTC have been deposited, reducing the exchange's balance to 212,000 BTC. 21,600 Bitcoins were deposited on the Malta based exchange yesterday in the same period as the withdrawals. This means that only 7,700 Bitcoins. More was withdrawn than arrived on the exchange. Despite this minor exodus, OKX continued to sit over 212,000 Bitcoin, or about 1.1 percent of the asset's total circulating supply. All right. Next news, written by Matt Husey: The Quiet Rise of Bitcoin Futures. Over the last few weeks, all eyes have been on Bitcoin's market capitalization, and while that's not that, that's been no doubt impressive. Harking back to the all-time highs today of 2018, there's been another part of Bitcoin's resurgence that doesn't garner the same attention. Bitcoin futures. Bets on where the price of Bitcoin will head next is having an increasingly larger impact on the way Bitcoin is bought, sold, and held. Just last week, the global Bitcoin futures market hit a six-month high of $52 billion. That's up from $4.5 billion recorded on October 18th, or a huge 1,055% increase over the last month. In today's market watch will be taking you through why futures have been have become so important to investors why all futures are not created equally and what that means for the future of bitcoins ecosystem what is future trading oh jeez are we gonna go down this rabbit hole let's read a couple sentences first it's important to understand what we mean by future trading at as a first distinction spot trading is what most people who in invest in crypto do right now they buy or sell a cryptocurrency at the price is at the moment this is spot trading a futures trade or future contract is an agreement between a buyer and a seller there has to be both in both in order for a contract to be agreed upon to speculate on what the price of, of an asset might be worth in the future so for example if you're taking out a futures contract in march of 2020 saying you'd you'd buy bitcoin in november for five thousand dollars and someone agreed to sell bitcoin at five thousand dollars you'd be laughing as a seller has to sell their bitcoin at that price if however you speculated that bitcoin's price would be say thirty thousand dollars you'd have to buy that bitcoin at that price that added difference here is that you don't need to take delivery of bitcoin or hold some yourself because future contracts are settled in cash rather than the underlying asset however some exchanges are now offering physical delivery of Bitcoin, meaning the settlement will be in the underlying asset. There is more complexities to the future trading that, than that. And if you'd like to know more about it, you can read more about it here in our learning guide here. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, let's see. Why have futures become so important? For many institutional investors, the thought of setting up a Bitcoin wallet and using an exchange they're not familiar with, and then buying and holding Bitcoin is an alien experience. Plus, many companies use accounting software that is currently incompatible with the data stream spot trading crypto generates. Future trading, trading on the other hand, is something most investors are familiar with. Quote, future contracts have opened the doors to more traditional investors who may not be ready to allocate funds to the asset itself, but who still want to benefit from its attractive price action, so the, says, say, says says says. Says a spokesperson from AAX. Why do they do that? That grinds my gears, always. Says a spokesperson from AAX. Who is the spokesperson? The world's first digital asset exchange powered by the London Stock Exchange. I hate when they do that. Says a spokesperson from the AAX. Uh Who is that person? Next news, written by Robert Stevens. After DeFi lost $100 million to Flash Loans attacks, Curve pushes Chainlink. After DeFi protocols lost $100 million in damages in a string of flash loan attacks due to part of a misappropriation of technology from decentralized exchange Curve Finance, Curve today recommended that that the decentralized decentralized finance protocol that relies on its services integrate Chainlink, a decentralized oracle network instead. The recommendation comes after several attacks whereby hackers took out flash loans from DeFi lending protocols to briefly manipulate Curve liquidity pools that several DeFi projects had used as price oracles a brief write-up on how to safely use chain link oracles with curves eh, here's a link okay uh, attackers were able to do this because certain defi protocols relied on curves own cap- calculations about the price of crypto held in its liquidity pools among recent attacks that, that used flash loans to manipulate the price of stabil- stable coins held within defi protocols are yesterday's attacks on defi's lending protocol compound which resulted in an in a, in a $89 million loss on an attack on Harvest Finance that drained $34 million on a on a cheese bank that cost $3.3 million in damages and $2 million attack on Acropolis and $6 million attack on Value DeFi. Sergey Nazaroff, the co-founder of Chainlink, told Decrypt that the problem doesn't lie with Curve, but with the misappropriation of Curve's technology by DeFi products rushing to get their products online. Those products misuse liquidity pools as price oracles, said Nasroth, something that, quote, shouldn't be used as price oracles. Nasroth compared it to trying to use a hammer as a screwdriver. Oh, man. Next news, written by Liam Frost. $1.3 billion in Bitcoin options set to expire today. Around 78,000 Bitcoin options contracts worth $1.3 billion at current price will expire today, according to crypto analytics platform SKU. Options contracts give buyers the rights to rights, but not the obligations to purchase asset as as a s at a specified price on a set date in the future, for which they pay sellers a premium if the asset price is higher than the agreed price on the expiration date. Buyers can execute the contract and receive profits or refuse and lose the paid premium. At press time, the the total Bitcoin options open interest amounts to $5 billion, signifying an increase of nearly 100% in just one month. According to SKU's data, the open interest hovered around $2.7 billion on October 31st. All right, next news written by... Scott Chipolina, where does the Bitcoin price go from here? Bitcoin's epic bull run was cut short yesterday as the coin plummeted in value by three thousand dollars in a single day. Bitcoin's bull run saw the price of Bitcoin rise from twelve thousand nine hundred dollars to over nineteen thousand dollars between October and November. But yesterday's Bitcoin price crashed all the way down to sixteen thousand four hundred dollars, marking a fifteen percent decline decline in twenty four hours. But is there a future? But is there further pain on the way, or might Bitcoin's price rebound? The price of Bitcoin looks to have settled around the $17,000 mark for the moment. The sharp decline yesterday happened very quickly, but leveled off just as quickly. Lior, Lior Messica, managing director of Eden Block VC, a company focused on an, on enabling a blockchain futures told decrypt. All right. Next news, written by Scott Chaplina. Fund manager Mark Mobius says bitcoins like a casino. Mark Mobius founder of Mobius Capital Partnership, LLP, likened Bitcoin to a casino operations in an interview with Financial News today. Mobius said that Bitcoin's rally is a casino operation based on all sorts of rumors and speculation. He added, there is no reliable information that anyone can use to predict Bitcoin's next move. Trying to predict the price of Bitcoin is a loser's game, he said. This this observation comes at a time when Bitcoin's market crashed just before the cryptocurrency was set to break an all-time high price. These kinds of comments are nothing new to Mobius. While big names like MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor, billionaire investor Stanley Druckenmiller, and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey have all sounded praise for Bitcoin, he has often bashed it. In 2019, he claimed that the blockchains could be broken into. In fact, the only light he sees in the industry is with gold-backed stablecoins. Quote, if there's a cryptocurrency that is really backed by gold, and that is there is a meaningful agreement on some kind of modern thing that this con- that uh, of this connection, then this could be quite interesting," Mobius said last year. All right, Mobius. Well, so be it. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Proposals suggest how Ethereum may be folded into Eth 2.0. As the launch of Ethereum 2.0 Beacon Chain draws near, developer Mikhail. Oh no. Oh, the blue screen of death. No, oh, man, I got to restart the computer. Huh. Hold on. All right, we're back on. Let's do that again. So uh, next news, run by Liam Frost. Proposal suggest how E3 may be folded into ETH 2.0. Initially, both the Proof-of-Work ETH 1.0 and Proof-of-Stake ETH 2.0 will run alongside each other since it will take around two years for the completion of the rollout of ETH 2.0. During this time, it is planned that access to ETH 1.0's data will be provided through an independent shard chain. However, Kalinen argued that this method puts unnecessary complexity to the consensus layer and increases delays between publication data and shards and accessing them in ETH 1. To help solve this issue, he published a new proposal titled executable beacon chain, which describes a system where ETH 1.0 data would instead be directly embedded in the beacon chain blocks themselves. ETH, quote, ETH-1 engines is maintained by each validator, validator in the system. When validator is meant to propose a beacon block is asked ETH-1 engine to create ETH-1 data. ETH-1 data are then embedded into body of beacon block that is being produced. If ETH-1 data is invalid, it also invalidates the beacon block carrying it, Kalinin explained. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin already gave high praise to the new proposal, calling it excellent ongoing work from Mikhail Kalinin on the, quote, merge. All right, next news, written by Robert Stevens. Post Malone and Tyga, manager, joined social crypto platform Fuse, Views Views. Social social Money Platform's Fiouz has bagged another high-profile music legend, Dre London, and manager for Grammy-nominated rapper Post Malone and rapper Tyga. London will join Fiouz as an advisor. Quote, With my vision, I hope to forge a new access asset class that can revolutionize the whole entertainment business. As awful as the pandemic has been, we have to find new innovative ways to engage our fans again," said London in a statement. London, born Andre Jackson, is the second high profile person to join after rapper Lil Lil' Yachi Yachi? Little Yaddy. Little Yachty, Yachty, Yachty. Joined earlier this month, Lil' Yachty, Yachty clarifies in a tweet that Fuse had paid him for the partnership. Alright. The U.S. is a platform that mints cryptocurrencies in the name of some musicians or athletes or influencers who joins its platform. Its direct competitor is Roll, a social money platform co-founded by ex-CoinDesk analyst Bradley Miles. Alright, next news and last news of the day, written by Andrew Hayward. Bitcoin for the win, Mint Gox pays online gamers in crypto. As the COVID-19 pandemic began spreading far and wide earlier this year, many live conferences and events were cancelled and that was true in the crypto world too. Some of the companies in the burgeoning crypto video game space has planned to use such events to showcase their games and their competitive potential but were forced to pivot into the wake of cancellations. With that, Mint Gox was born. According to Desiree Dickerson, VP of Business Operations at Lightning Labs, the event came to life when she connected on a call with Simon Cowell, co-founder and CEO of Bitcoin Payments platform Zimbiti, one of the companies that planned to showcase its gaming tech at events earlier this year. They then looped in Christian Moss and Andre Nevis of Zimbiti, along with Jack Everett of Thunder Games. And, starting planning, and started planning the first of many Mint Gox events. All right, let's see, the first one, join our next eSport tournament on November 29th at 2 p.m. Let me see, five million Satoshis are up for grabs. Written by Mint Gox, cool, that's pretty cool. All right, so if you, want, if you like games and you want to uh, stack up some sats, definitely check out uh, Mint Gox. All right, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool, I like that. Alright, so that's it, Cryptonuts. Until next time, I'll catch you all on the next episode. Adios.